Hello, hello, and welcome to The Good Shit. The Good Shit is sponsored by you. This episode's featured reward is the forever good iPhone case. The proof is in the pudding. With the official The Good Shit logo on the back, this exclusive iPhone case is available in navy, black, purple, yellow, or pink. Receive this reward and browse others at the More Colors Inside store, linked in this episode's description. I love doing my own ads. <laughs> uh, it doesn't feel like uh, this weird segment that is an ad. It's just a different personality. It's like a different, a different, a different mode of of um. I was about to say a different mode of, and then my name. And I was like, wait, this shit is secret. <laughs> I'm supposed to be anonymous. This is supposed to be secret. Hello, what were you thinking? There's just something so soothing about having an audience who only knows this version of you. Doesn't know anything about your past, your appearance, your present, your, you know. It just has a sort of a narrow view into who you are. I feel like it's such a a, a distilled, it's almost like my human form, but in a concentrated format. Like this is... The sort of if is if this is my internal dialogue is like the most concentrated version of myself as a person that is somehow more pure even than just what someone would think looking at me or what someone would think who's known me from childhood or who's known me before transitioning or of course, it's not mutually exclusive, and I guess it certainly wouldn't hurt to have a face to the voice. Um, and I'm not adamant about being anonymous, because I know that the voice is, uh, of course, a highly recognizable thing, generally. Um, and I know that I have given more than enough details about my life for someone to relatively easily uh, be able to figure out, you know, if they were tracking me, they could probably relatively easily figure out who I am. Uh, but I think as much as, as for as long as possible, I think at this relatively incipient stage of the good shit, um, I would rather keep it this way. I have actually told my sister, and now you know I have a sister, see, see what I'm talking about, that I have done this and podcasting is still a fairly small community so i think even just searching for trans podcasts or podcasts on sexuality or gender or whatever you wouldn't necessarily come up with that many and it wouldn't take long to kind of go through all of them and track me down <laughs> um so i'm not i'm not that bothered about that I just, I notice this polarity of day and night 
from my feelings and obviously I do the podcast normally in the morning so it's super bright and the day is packed with possibility and positivity as well because when it's nice and sunny you can't help but feel quite good and you've got you get a boost to your mood so there's this weird polarity of going to sleep at night in the dark sometimes all these things kind of come crashing down on me at that time And waking up into the very different daytime reality of immediate material initiation related activities that feel empowered and dynamic and put that next to the much more the you know polar opposite state of being in my bed crying feeling totally hopeless feeling like a ghost of myself feeling like i'm trapped in a nightmare and i can't tell which one is real i can't tell which one is more real than the other And I can't tell if they're both real or neither of them are real. I need something that I can hold on to that is real or that is good or that is winning and and nothing is at the moment. I hate the concept that I should have to trick myself into thinking things that i should trick myself into constructing a reality that works for me i hate the concept of reassuring myself just because i can't deal with a certain fact or a certain situation that i would just give myself a spoonful of sugar and delude myself into whatever fits i don't like the idea i want the truth I want the real truth. <laughs> I want the real truth, the truth, and nothing but the real truth. And I'm searching for it. And I can't find it because everyone is stuck in their own fucking bullshit. And they're trying to persuade themselves of their bullshit. And I just can't fucking take the shit anymore. I don't want to do that. I don't need, I don't want to lie to myself. I don't want to need to tell myself certain things you know i don't want to construct some reality where having a micro penis or more accurately a nano penis is fucking awesome i don't want to construct i don't want to buy into other people's constructed realities and you would not believe the mad shit <laughs> that some people tell themselves okay uh I've I've fallen into the bitter divorced middle-aged man sphere of YouTube and they are hurt but there is a few things you can do when you're hurt 
you can fix yourself, you can help others, you can be a role model, you can be positive, or you can be a bitter, warped shadow. And sometimes the line is fucking thin, you know? There's these guys who are like, women are genetically predisposed to treat you like dirt, and therefore, fuck young women. And I'm like, you do realize that by fucking young women and aiming to become a really good version of yourself that is that looks good, that is wealthy, that has got good self-esteem, you're actually doing exactly what women want you to do. <laughs> because you're not going to keep that to yourself. Whether you're going to get married to a woman and raise her children, or whether you're going to be single thinking you're being independent, fucking these younger women, where do you think your money's going? Even if that young woman is only seeing you once a week because you feel good about having sex with her, you know, she's still kind of eating your leftover breakfast or whatever. It's still going to kind of uh, drip down to women, let's say, indirectly, it's still, it's still going there, you know. Whatever you put into society is still going to be accessible to women and their children. It's not as if you're taking yourself out of that equation. It's such, I think it's a really ugly attitude because a big part of masculinity is generosity and relationships so to kind of try to create a version of masculinity that is alone and disconnected not independent but disconnected is actually not a very to me not a very masculine identity um what good are you like that? You're, you're no good, really. I mean, it's kind of the equivalent of a man, of a grown man uh, taking all the food off the Titanic as the children are jumping into the boats. You know, it's, it's lame. I mean, you know, we... We don't live forever at the moment, so obviously our wealth is transferred across generations, down generations, so an attitude of, I'm going to have it for myself, it, ugh, it's just, it sits really poorly, you know? Even if you've got a shit marriage, even if your wife is a total wanker, even if you've got the worst relationship in the world. It's not just about that, is it? You know, whatever you have hopefully managed to create for your children and for the people around you outside of this bad relationship that you ended up having is still valid and is still important and it still counts for a lot. For you to kind of ignore that and just be like, you know poor me it's just really cringy like ugh, what a depraved version of being a man
I mean, if, if, if there is a problem with women doing things that they shouldn't do, then I see that as being the version of things that a man would do that he shouldn't do. Anyway, that's not that's really not the point. Uh, the point is that is one version of reality that these people are trying to force on themselves. There's there's even more toxic versions of that um, where they they tell themselves they're worthless um, and they justify that with some sort of pseudoscientific narrative. Like, if you've got a weak jawline, you're ugly, you know? And it's just like... The problem is, because it is tapping into a very basic um, feeling, which is attractive people are attractive and unattractive people are unattractive, I don't think anyone is challenging that statement. Some people are attractive. Some people are less attractive. Ugly people are ugly. Pretty people are pretty. I don't think anyone is trying to overturn this pretty fucking mundane statement. Um, but because they're taking this very banal statement that no one is actually arguing against and connecting it to a, to a much more toxic mentality of women, all women care about his looks, all women will cheat on you if a man is attractive enough. Um this fatalistic philosophy all the while if you just get the fuck out of your house and look down the fucking street uh most people are not attractive you know why because most people are not young okay everyone gets older uh and most normal normal let's say people are not that attractive because they're older or because they're just not they weren't attractive to begin with so you know the the bulk of human experience is not even connected to that concept full stop and of course even if it was connected it's irrelevant as these guys admit because it isn't everything yeah if you're an attractive person people are going to be more open to you or more generous towards you but that's not even enough because then you have to do other things and you have to do those things for long enough and hey presto it's complicated who knew um there is this channel called face and l m s which i'm assuming is um these things that women judge men based on obviously face as in you know what your face looks like and then lms stands for looks uh, money and status i was just thinking for a second okay so obviously it's not just what you look like it's a fairly easy argument to kind of push back it's also money and it's also status and also looks i don't know whether for the looks section it actually goes beyond the face in terms of height build style etc um and i was thinking for a minute okay so it's it's not just appearance it's also money and it's also style and it's also body type 
and it's also status. And I'm like, you're basically saying that everything about a person is important because that is everything about a person. If you think about it, money is connected to background. It's connected to occupation. Status is connected to those things that are also connected to personality because status and money is a generic statement. Being rich is a generic statement. There are personality traits and habits and experiences that go into whether someone is wealthy and how someone got wealthy, whether someone has status, what kind of status, and how high the status is. All of that is personality. Being an artist is different to being a sports person, is different, being, is different to being an academic, is different to being a business person. And those things are connected. Of course, how could they not be? Your job is, in many cases, your life. So there is no distinction between who you are, you know, superficially and deep down who you are and how this is projected into your occupation, into your work, into your fame, into your relationships, and even into your appearance. There is no clear cut between appearance, personality, status, job, money. You are a whole, and you will be judged as a whole. So if you're saying attractive people are attractive and ugly people are ugly and uh, all of these things make up who you are, are you really saying something crazy controversial or are you saying the most basic, boring bullshit that everyone already knows and no one gives a fuck about and no one is arguing over? <laughs> but because they try to tie these pretty uncontroversial basic things that no one is arguing over with this creepier version of women having an agenda and you're going to get fucked over and you've already lost and there's no hope, it's making it into this tantalizing, irresistible soup of self-hatred. But what you look for and what you need and what you, what you fixate on is what becomes your reality and if it doesn't exist in doing so you will create it you'll create it if i fancy berries i'm gonna notice a tree and woods and i'm gonna go in and i'm probably gonna find berries if i fancy fish i'm gonna go to the river and i'm gonna go in and there's probably gonna be a fish there but if I try to make a statement of this place is full of fucking berries everywhere or where the fuck are the fish or there's nothing but fish around here. Berries are a myth. Well, if you don't even go to check, and this is quantum fucking mechanics right here. If you don't even go to check to see if you can find the fucking berries in the woods 
then no, they're not going to knock on your door and be like, hello, we're from the Berry Association. We just wanted to draw to your attention that berries are valid and exist. And then you might be like, oh shit. You know, but of course, if you're so far down the rabbit hole, your knee-jerk reaction might be to say, you're not a berry, I've never seen berries, so I couldn't even check to know whether you are truly a berry, because berries are not supposed to exist. Um, and our constructs are so powerful that we create them, and that's reality. So when these guys bang on about women wanting that six-inch dick, They, they affirm and create this reality, which happens to, happens to threaten my reality of not having the six-inch dick or indeed a normal-sized dick. Um, and that's not acceptable. So then I would go and try to construct a counter-reality where vaginas are maximum five-inch depth and have no nerve endings and don't feel particularly good getting fucked anyway which to be honest is is partially truth but this is the danger everything everything is true enough for anyone to cling on to and everything is false enough for everyone to cling on to yeah you know getting fucked in the vagina is not the most amazing thing in the world for some people but also yeah it is the most amazing thing in the world for other people it is a quantum gate. Which way you want to go. Actually is something that you determine. So that guy wanted to determine that. Women will hate you. If you don't have a six inch penis. Which seems like a pretty crazy statement. And then maybe I want to construct a reality. Where women love me. Because I've got. I've got lesbian sex experience. <laughs> How much of that you want to insist on is, frankly, your your decision. Uh, but I just, I don't want to do that. I just can't be asked with it. I feel like probably the closest thing that I can get to that is somehow the truth is to find myself in, in a state of receptivity and just rid myself of all these constructs especially those that come from a place of pain and hate and judgment because a lot of these come from a place of pain hate and judgment of course it hurts for someone to say that you're not attractive you're not worth anything you've lost before even trying that the only thing that mattered is something that you never had and never will have. All of this is coming from such a place of pain. I can only imagine the pain of loving someone for 30 years and then finding out that they'd been cheating on you constantly, that they never really loved you as much as you loved them. That they want to get revenge on you and see you suffer. I can only imagine 
how messed up that can leave someone. So these guys on YouTube, they don't have a problem calling these women sluts and finding all these made-up reasons why they can't be trusted and you shouldn't love them. And, you know, you can see where that tirade is coming from. But it's ultimately a place of pain. And there's no... There's no honor in creating a construct of reality that is merely a cry for help, as concealed as it may be. And for these guys, it certainly is concealed. I admire the guys who are able to be vulnerable and honest without being uh, accusatory or without being aggressive, just simply stating their experience. Because... When someone states their vulnerable, honest experience and just says, you know what, I just got my heart broken. I've just, I'm devastated. People understand that situation and they can see a better way of fixing it and dealing with it than if someone hides the true pain that they are going through and tries to put on this thin transparent facade of righteousness and saying I've been fucked over and that gives me the right to go on this crusade against these people or against reason or against hope or against against something against something and 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 try to indoctrinate others to deal with a pain of your reality by attempting to construct a counter-reality that may be designed in the same concealed, thinly veiled manner to hurt others. Do not construct a reality as a response to your pain purposefully or inadvertently to hurt others. You can construct your identity as a man thinking that you must be independent and focused on making yourself a better person. But why does, this, why does that need to include blatantly taking advantage of young women that you know that you are taking advantage of. And they're saying things like, well, they're over 18. They are over 18, but you're over 50. And you know that that is a dynamic that is abusive because you've seen the full circle of being married and being in a relationship and being betrayed and you've got the privilege to decide how you want to live your life. But that young person hasn't. That young person has not yet gone through that full cycle of relationship and betrayal and identity. So you know that you're taking advantage of their less experienced point in life.
so I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like, oh, well, I feel so bad for myself. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take away from other people's joy, which is difficult, difficult, so difficult when this person's happiness is this person's misery because it becomes an unavoidable conflict. You know, if I have a six inch dick, it's amazing to think that people love that. And if I have a degree in lesbian sex, it's amazing to think that people love that. And sometimes these things are mutually exclusive. And I don't want to be part of that. I'm not interested. I want to be Switzerland. I want to have chocolate, drink champagne, go skiing. I don't want to make myself feel better by making other people feel shit. But it is unavoidable at the same time. I'll just try to practice a state of receptivity so that whatever whatever the truth needs to be at this particular time can at least have a, a half a shot of reaching me in a pure enough form that I can understand it. And then at that point, I'm simply going to trust that it's going to make me feel better. Thank you for listening. Now go back to the Good Shit Info page and write your review because I look forward to reading it.